In today's Titus 2 moment, we're going to take a look at two people from Scripture who are the examples of what it means to put our money where our mouth is and to live out our faith. Get ready to be encouraged and inspired. Welcome to a Titus 2 moment of the Faith Lived Out podcast. Do you need a little encouragement to get you through your day? Or are you wanting to change your focus away from your circumstances and bring your heart and mind back on the Lord, on His faithfulness and the promises of His Word? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. Titus chapter 2 tells us that the older women likewise are to be teachers of good things, encouraging the younger women. In these Titus 2 moments, you will be encouraged by tidbits of truth and wisdom from God's Word to help you stand strong as you live out your faith every day. There will be reminders of His promises and His provision for you, that your Heavenly Father loves you and He is working in your life Even when you can't see Him or feel Him, He is there. So if you're ready to be encouraged and inspired by the power of the mighty God we serve, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. In the first episode, we talked about what this podcast is all about and a little bit about what living out your faith looks like in our daily lives. And I don't know about you, but for me, seeing an example of someone else, of how they lived out their faith in their life, what it truly looked like in their lives, um, really helps me to be able to apply it to my own life and to really live it out and see what it looks like on a day-to-day basis. So seeing some examples that are provided for us in scripture, we go to first Hebrews 11.1, 1, which is the hall of faith. And it says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And in the hall of faith, there are numerous people who are listed, who are examples to us of what it is to live out our faith and what faith in God looks like in our everyday lives. And so the first one that we're going to look at today is Rahab. And she believed what she had heard about God. So if you look at Joshua chapter two, Joshua sends out a couple of spies to Jericho. And he sends those spies there because they want to take Jericho over. I mean, they want to send their army in and to be able to take it over. So he sends spies in there to find out What's it like? Who's there? What kind of people are there? What kind of weapons do they have? All that sort of thing, right? So while the spies are there, they need to duck into someone's house and hide. And they go into Rahab's house. Now, Rahab, we will say, is a worldly woman, in case we have any little ears listening. But she does hide these men in her home. And even though the king's men come and they talk to her, she lies to them and she tells them, oh, I think that they've already left. They've already gone over the wall and they're gone. But really, she knew that they were in her house. And so in Joshua chapter two, verses eight through 14, it says, before the spies went to sleep, Rahab went up to them on the roof. She said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land for dread from you has fallen upon us. 
and all the inhabitants of the land melt in terror before you. For we heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. Our hearts melted when we heard these things, and no man had any breath in him because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. So now, since I have acted faithfully toward you, please swear to me by the Lord that you will also act faithfully toward my father's house. Please give me a firm pledge that you will spare my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all whom they own, and that you will deliver our lives from death. The men said to her, Our lives for yours. If you do not report us, then when the Lord gives us this land, we will act faithfully and kindly with you. Now these men, they kept their promise. When the men came in to attack Jericho, they grabbed Rahab's family, all of them, and they got them out safely. And Rahab, she believed them. She believed in God just because of what she had heard, which is a lot like us. Because, you know, we may have seen miracles here and there. We may know a little bit about what God has done in our lives, but certainly not like parting the Red Sea and making water come out of a rock and that kind of thing like the Israelites did. And Rahab didn't have that either, but she believed in what God had said. And she believed him because of the miracles that she had heard about. And she wasn't this godly woman. Like I said, she was a woman of the world. And so if you think that, oh, God's not going to help me or that I can't follow God or live out my faith because I have sin in my life, well, join the rest of us girls because we all do. We all have sin in our lives. We all have things that we do wrong and areas that we fail, but that's okay because that's why God died on the cross for our sins is so that we could go to him. We could ask for that forgiveness and move on. And someone like Rahab can be in the hall of faith and be named out by God for being a faithful woman. Yes, you can too. And God was faithful to her, as I said, and she was, um, her whole family was saved from this. So the next one that I want to look at, and this isn't actually written in the Hall of Faith, but um, it's Joshua and Caleb. And because they had faith in God, despite what they saw, and they stood up for that faith and spoke out about it, even though those around him around them disagreed. So in Joshua and Caleb's case, they were one or actually two of the 12 men who went into the promised land to spy it out to see what it was like before Moses wanted to send, you know, his army over there to, to take it out. It's like, okay, the Lord has told us about this promised land that it's flowing with milk and honey and it's wonderful and it's this and it's that. So he sent 12 spies over to spy out the land and to see what it was. And when these spies came back, they said, oh, yes. It is flowing with milk and honey and it's wonderful and it's flourishing and it's beautiful and it's a great place for us to live. But there are 
men there. There are men like giants there, and we are like ants to them, and we're never going to be able to take it over. Well, when Joshua and Caleb heard these men say this, this was their response in Numbers 14. Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, from the ones who explored the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the assembly of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to explore, it is a very, very good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, because they are bred for us. Their defense is gone from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. They had the strength and the faith to be able to say to all their peers, to all the other men that were there, yes, it looks like that we would be defeated, but we have God. We have an almighty God who is with us, backing us, behind us, who has gone before us and promised us this land. We have to believe that. We have to have faith in that. Unfortunately, that's not what they did. And then later on in Numbers 14, it says, The Lord said to Moses, How long will this people disgrace me? And how long will they not believe in me? In spite of all the signs which I have done among them. God did do signs and wonders to help them believe in his might and in his power. And yet they still would not step out in faith. We can be quick to criticize them for this. But do we sometimes do the same thing? We know of his power, of his sovereignty, but yet when he asks us to trust him and to step out in faith, we can't seem to do so. We find excuses for why we can't. I can tell you, ladies, in starting this podcast, there are plenty of times that I have found excuses for why I can't. But I have just put one foot in front of the other in every step, and the Lord has been with me every step of the way. And we'll see. We'll see what God has for this and what his plan is for it. I'm doing my best to live out 2 Corinthians 5, 7, to walk by faith and not by sight. And that is what we need to do. We Sometimes we look at our circumstances and they seem overwhelming. But what we don't see is what God is doing behind it. What we don't see is what that outcome is that he has planned that we can trust in him. For we are saved through hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does a man still hope for what he sees? And we're called to hope. We're called to hope in the Lord because he goes before us and he sees what it is that we can't see. Ladies, I just want to encourage you today. Whatever it is that you're facing, whatever circumstance that you are looking at, just close your eyes right now. And say, Lord, I trust you. I trust that whatever it is that is happening in my life, whatever it is that you have planned for me, I know that it is for my good and for your glory and that you are going to see me through even though I can't see it for myself. Pray that to him right now. He is with you. He is for you. He loves you. Amen. (music) 
Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, Ooh, she needs to hear this. Well, then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables. Or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today and know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.